With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Timmy Abbefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside to the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe alongside Mike Pritchard, our VEASAN NFL analyst, played nearly a decade in the NFL, former first-round pick, and oh, by the way, won a national title with the Colorado Buffs in the early 90s. Pritch, how are we doing here on this Friday? Doing morning? well, doing excellent. Uh, we had a nine-day countdown yesterday Oh yeah, uh, to the Buffs season, uh, and uh, social media <laughs> featured me on that one. There you bit. go. So, uh, we are, we are now Mike Pritchard days away right, from the Buffs right. season. Yeah, number nine <laughs> Love in it. college. So, uh, yeah, getting excited. Michael Irvin, your guy was there <laughs> trying to fire up the Buffs. But, no, we – I mean, you can – Pretty much smell it you now. Smell I mean, it? Yeah, yeah. You, you're gonna feel it. You're gonna feel it pretty soon this weekend, right? Uh, but you can definitely smell it right now. That football's right around the corner. Saw some con- contest uh, participants mm-hmm. uh, for Circa, whether Survivor or Million, uh, out here. Everybody's kind of fever pitch right now. So oh, yeah. uh, everybody's certainly excited for the 2023 season. Yeah, I was talking to a gentleman yesterday named Greg. He lives over in the Cincinnati area. If he's listening, shout out to you, Greg. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was asking me if I was going to sign up for the contest, and I mm-hmm. asked him the same thing. And like, it's just it's contest weekend here yep. at Circa, which is cool. A lot of people come down. There's cool events at night. You can do meet and greets and cocktail parties, the whole nine. And this there's that nice buzz. Oh now, yeah. Now that week zero is here in college football, yep. like it's just a good buzz in the air. And I know that this is kind of the soft launch. Like I, I see on social media, everyone's like college football tomorrow and all that stuff. And I'm like. Yeah, it's tomorrow, but it's <laughs> it's, tomorrow. It's, it's sort of a soft launch, right. though, because like the real launch is next week right. when we get the week one games, and obviously two weeks from now it'll be the NFL, which is what I'm really excited about. Like I like college football, but yeah. I love the NFL. Real but... quick about the NFL, like mm-hmm. what's the what's the most prominent question you're receiving right now? Because I, I got one. Ooh, the most prominent question yeah. in the NFL. Hmm. I mean, I because everybody knows I'm a Cowboys fan, mm-hmm. so everybody asks me about the Cowboys. Okay. Okay. I would say that's probably the top one that I get. Yeah. Just, and they're like, hey, like, what do you think? Like, you really believe the Cowboys can beat the Eagles? It's like, I, I think so. But what, 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 who are people asking? I'm getting, do you feel like this year is going to be more predictable than last year? Because last year mm. was so all over the place, right? With all the quarterback situations yep. and stuff. And uh, the NFC so wide open. It seems like it could be predictable. The AFC seems like it could be predictable, even though there's an arms race and everything like that. Uh, and, and it feels like it's going to be more predictable this year than last year was. And, and that's the question uh, I'm receiving a lot. Are, are you? Do you think that we're going to see 
chaos, you know, kind of like all the injuries and all that, mm-hmm. like last year, or are we going to see, uh, you know, situations be more predictable? Yeah, and I think it's interesting. Like, what I'm most excited to see is the quarterbacks mm-hmm. that are taking over as like the face of the franchise type situations. Like, whether it's the rookies of the Bryce Youngs, the CJ Strouds, the Anthony Richardsons, who we'll get to right. in just a little bit here, but also the Jordan Loves, the Sam Howells, the Desmond Ritters. Like, I want to know the answers to those mm-hmm. questions. Like, how good are those guys? What is their upside? And then also that means what is the team's upside? Yeah. And, like, we're going to find those questions out early on and find those answers out, I should say, early in the season, I feel right. like. But, like, that's what it's like, kind of on the top of my mind is, like, all right, is Ritter, can he really be that good to where the Falcons can win the South? Mm-hmm. Can Sam Howell be that good to where maybe the commanders make the playoffs? It's like that's, I think, what's really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even the information we're getting out off of the preseason, it's like, yeah. uh, okay, you look at – from the favorite standpoint, are the favorites really just going to cash? Yeah. And when it comes to divisions, right? Okay, it comes to win totals. Um, I, I was going through win totals just based on last year where you had chaos. Uh, and the bulk of the teams were within two uh, of, from an ATS standpoint of being like, you know, seven to nine, nine to seven, something mm-hmm. like that. A bulk of the national football is like that ATS, right? So uh, I just wonder if things are going to be more predictable this year because of uh, of the situations developing in the National Football League right now. I mean, is it going to be chalk, 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 mm. right? Well, let me put it this way. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I hope not because okay. last night I put in a little for funsies $20 eight-leg division parlor. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so there you go. We're, we're jumping on like right <laughs> off of the bat right now. I'll, reve- I'll reveal the teams in the second hour. I wasn't planning on doing this, but let's just do it because we'll have a lot of fun with yeah. this. I'll reveal the teams in the second hour, my eight-leg division parlay <laughs> that – I mean, Pritch, this thing pays. It's twenty dollars. It's a twenty dollars bet uh, that pays out like two hundred and fifty grand or something. Do it, <laughs> do it, do it's it. It's absolutely absurd. But I said, hey, why not? You know what? Yeah. It's the NFL season. People go from worst to first. Things mm-hmm. can happen. Injuries can happen. So let's go ahead and get a chip in a place at the table and see if we can go ahead and there cash. You go. So there you uh, go. we'll talk about that in hour number two. But we do have a fun show for you guys on tap coming up in thirty minutes. Dieter Kurtenbach. 49ers reporter over at the Bay Area's news group. We're going to talk the big news of the week down over by the Bay, Trey Lance, QB3, but he's also expected to play tonight. How long? We'll ask Dieter Kurtenbach a little bit later on in 30 minutes. Then in the second hour at 10.15 West Coast time, 1.15 Eastern, Adam Burke, VEASAN's managing editor, also the host of our VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets podcast, but also an expert in the college football, had a big part of our college football betting guide, which you should already have by now if you don't. Week zero is tomorrow, folks. Get it right now at vcin.com slash subscribe. But we'll get Adam's week zero thoughts on college football coming up in hour number two. But let's talk about one of those quarterbacks that we're going to see this upcoming season. Week number one, rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson. Last night, he and the Colts beat the Philadelphia Eagles 27-13. Colts go ahead and cover as six-point favorites. I mean, the expectation was that, hey, they're going to play their stars Mm -hmm. for quite a bit of time. And they did playing one half, Richardson 6 of 17, 78 yards, no TDs, no interceptions. What did you make of Richardson and that Colts first-team unit as we saw them play for a decent chunk of time as yeah. it pertains to the preseason? Yeah, I mean, they're executing, and that's what you want to see right now from a young quarterback taking over as a starter. Uh, the moment's not too big for Anthony Richardson. You can see that even though he doesn't have a ton of experience. Uh, but more importantly to me, the fellas are responding to him. You know, um, you, you know, for a young player like this, it's quarterback position, key position. Uh, they went the other route last year with this team, like Super Bowl starters, right? Superstore, super uh, Super Bowl winner, uh, and 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 certainly of uh, Foles as a backup, mm-hmm. and then you had Matt Ryan as a, a Super Bowl participant, win a uh, loser, but he was still in the Super Bowl 
uh, as your starting quarterback. But uh, now you go younger, and so you never know how the fellows are going to react to that. But they're reacting to AR. Uh, I mean, mm -hmm. he's electric. He's got energy. He's got that presence about him. Uh, and you can see that from the fellows on offense. So the execution, I think, uh, is something to to embrace. You know, if you're back in the Colts this year, you like it right now from Shane Steichen. Uh, you're liking what you're seeing right now, the development of AR. Uh, but then also, what else are they going to give him? Like, you saw glimpses uh, in that game, Femi, where, you know, he can get to the line of scrimmage and operate. Remember, mm -hmm. people were kind of worried about that lack of experience, but he can get to the line of scrimmage and operate. Uh, and now the looks are going to get more and more difficult, but that's why you have a week of practice. That's why you have study. That's why you have, um, uh, you know, classwork in a classroom. Uh, and so you're counting on, if you are backing the Colts, you're counting on AR being able to develop that way as well, uh, which he's going to have to. His athleticism and his ability, no question, he can get the job done. Now, each and every week, can he do what's necessary in the classroom to get himself ready and to get himself and the team ready uh, uh, for those different looks as they evolve the season? Yeah, and I should add, Anthony Richardson on the ground last night, five carries, 38 yards. He had a long run of 16 yards in that game. And I found myself in the two games that he played this mm -hmm. preseason, the first one against Buffalo. He sat out the second game against the Chicago Bears, but played last night. Right. I found in, my, in the two games that I watched Richardson play, I think he's further along than we all thought he was. Because like the whole notion about him around draft process was, oh, he's so raw, he's mm -hmm. so raw. And yeah, there's some things that are rough around the edges, and I'm sure he's going to have some struggles on like throughout this regular season. But like this isn't raw out of the package. This is just like okay, like he just needs the reps and right. needs to play. Like he can hang on an NFL field. Like it's not going to look like a complete disaster. At least I don't think from what I've seen in a couple preseason games. Right, right. I mean, as long as the execution is there too, he's going to be able to see and correct mistakes. For instance, um, that game. You know, he made some great throws and you know, inaccurate at times too. Right, but. Mm -hmm. But to be able to get to the line of scrimmage and recognize the defense and, and understand, okay, they're giving me a too-high look, but they're going to go to one high, and it's going to be man-to-man, -man or they're going to bail, and it's going to look like zone. Where is my leverage and all that? He's processed that. Hmm. He's already processing that. Um, and then on top of that, Tim, Shane Steichen should be able to help him. Formation. Yep. Uh, the fact that they are running a college offense, you're going to be able to dictate the looks that you want for your quarterback. You can use no huddle. You can use so many different ways of dictating what you want the defense to look like for your young quarterback. And that's on Shane Steichen. So if you are interested in betting the Colts this year, uh, it, it really is about Shane Steichen being able to call plays like that to help out this young quarterback. But then also the evolution of AR. Like his starting point uh, is off the charts. His launching pad is great. Uh, now where does he land, right? Or where does he fly to? I mean, that that's to me... The biggest question there's such an unknown with him too that i think he's going to catch some teams by surprise as well and i think the important thing about anthony richardson with the colts and what made us all excited about this on draft night was that he's going to a coach who's going to design the offense around what he does mm -hmm. best because he's not a finished product and he's right. not going to look like a finished product and maybe he never reaches his full potential but you can at least have confidence in the fact that Shane Sykin is comfortable with mobile quarterbacks. We saw Shane Sykin help out in the development of Jalen Hurts. Obviously, Nick Sirianni playing a factor in that as well. Jalen Hurts and his own ability being a factor has been probably the biggest factor in all of that. But Shane Sykin at least knows how to kind of develop young quarterbacks. Right. He also helped develop Justin Herbert a little bit. Like, 
that's where I want to kind of buy in. And maybe it's not buying in from a week-to-week basis or buying in early on in the season. Maybe it's buying in December or buying for the long term. But just from the start of the couple of preseason games and, the, and what I've been hearing out of training camp and mm-hmm. all that stuff, like, I think long term, the Colts might have found something here. Like, like, you don't want to crown a guy, but I think they might have found something. Long term, yeah. I know Ballard's going to have to do his job and, and add pieces. Yes. They, they need. That's a big part, they especially need, on offense. I know. <laughs> the boss move, and we talked about this pre-show, the boss move for them would be some way, somehow, get Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> you know, if they could do that, if they right. could finagle that, right? <laughs> um, but, no, they need they need to add pieces to AR in terms of that finished product. But with the offensive line, with Gus Bradley still on defensively, uh, I, I think they got a chance to be competitive this year. Yeah, I think so as well. Week one, they're hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right now, that line is four and a half. So, they're four and a half point home dogs. Maybe it's interesting. Maybe they can catch Jacksonville off guard to open up the season. We'll discuss that, of course, over the next couple of weeks. Let's break down the Pittsburgh Steelers because they looked pretty damn good last night. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Get rewarded before you ever place a bet with the G-Bank Visa Signature Card. Unlike other credit cards that decline sports betting transactions or treat them as cash advance, the G-Bank Visa Signature Card can load directly to your favorite sportsbook app. You'll earn a 1% cash rewards on gaming and sports app loads every time and 2% on other purchases. G-Bank Visa is a card designed for gaming and sports fans everywhere and works with apps like DraftKings, BetMGM, and Caesars. To learn more, go to g.bank slash vsin. That's g.bank slash vsin. <clears throat> Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line. We are presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebfe hanging out with Mike Pritchard here on a Friday morning. Joining us in 15 minutes, Dieter Kurtenbach, the 49ers reporter over at the Bay Area News Group. We'll discuss tonight's 49ers Chargers game with the Niners right now seven and a half point favorites in this preseason finale. And oh, by the way, we'll also talk Trey Lance being QB three. That's that's also on on, on the schedule and on, and on tap with Dieter coming up here in 15 minutes. But let's continue 
our recap from last night's preseason action. We talked Colts Eagles in the last segment. Let's turn our attention to the Pittsburgh Steelers who beat the Atlanta Falcons 24 nothing. game goes under the total Pittsburgh of course covering the spread there and the Steelers really treated the preseason uh seriously we saw them in the their, their three games they go three and oh they look really impressive with the first team unit Kenny Pickett once again was perfect four for four 86 yards no TD no interception but a QB or a passer rating I should say of 118.8 Steelers ground game was working we saw George Pickens make a highlight real catch um are we going too far in saying that Pittsburgh is going to be really, really good because of what we've seen in August? Or is this a sign of what's to come when we actually play for real here in a couple of weeks? I mean, Phil, there's so much going on with the Steelers right now. I mean, it's last year on the network, I was talking about uh, when Pickett got in there that, one, they started the clock on him too late. They went with Trubisky and mm-hmm. they hung with Trubisky. And I'm like, what are they doing? Um, and then you started to see the signs. I was like, the Steelers are going to either surprise folks this year, which they almost did, or they're going to surprise people next year, and that's this year now. Um, what Mike Tomlin's done with this young roster, uh, one, you got to understand the culture. You got to understand what Pittsburgh does in terms of the way that they draft players, the way that they value players, the system that they use, and it's plug and play. Uh, it really is. Uh, it's extraordinary uh, through the decades. One, they have only a few, a handful of head coaches, but then two, to use the same formula that you use to draft all these legends. Uh, that's worked out to Super Bowls after Super Bowls and uh, high-end performances. And, and as long as you have the right coach and a culture, you're good. And the guys get the buy-in, you're good. And that's what's happening with the Steelers. They just reload. Um, now, Matt Canada. Somebody found him. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> discovered Matt Canada. Matt Canada discovered uh, what he needs to do, and that's be aggressive, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got these weapons, whether it's Johnson, whether it's uh, Pickett, uh, Pickens, um, whether it's your tight ends, whether it's your running backs, be creative. Now, I know from a valued players uh, in a system standpoint, that's worked. Ground and pound, play defense, get in the fourth quarter and all that, right? But, man, if you've got these type of dynamic players, you can open it up. You could be creative. And, and certainly if you have a quarterback that you believe in who's mature enough to be able to handle it, uh, I, I think you can take some chances. So as long as the Steelers are open up to taking chances – Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be one of those teams uh, this year that people are going to look at. I mean, what last year, um, you know, I was just looking at this and, and, I, and I talked about this in the first segment uh, from an ATS standpoint, they were 10, six and one. Right. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what the market is going to do with the Steelers. I don't know where the market is going to settle in uh, with the Steelers, but I am looking each and every week for this team, one, to play hard two to understand what they have and, and three to open it up, be more creative and be more explosive to help out that defense. Uh, to where they can solidify games for you. Well, I, I, I know a lot of wise guys in the market last year liked Pittsburgh in the second half of the season, mm-hmm. and we've already seen that kind of trickle into week one this right. year where the Steelers are now two-and-a-half-point dogs against the 49ers. But before we go further into the regular season, Mike Tomlin, I want to read this quote because I thought it really kind of exemplified why the Steelers went about the preseason and the way that they did this year. He was asked about playing his starters this preseason and last night in particular while the Atlanta Falcons kind of sat their guys and here's what he had to say post game he said you can't get enough of these opportunities in a stadium you work your tail off to simulate it in practice setting but it is what it is I just think it's difficult to box without sparring the preseason is an opportunity for us to spar and sharpen our sword for battle Mm. like like that sounds like a coach that said (laughs) hey like we have a young team 
We need to get these guys ready to go. And based on what I've seen, they look like they're ready to play. Yeah. And I think one thing that Michael Lombardi always talked about before the preseason even started, he said, don't look at the scoreboard. Look for execution. Mm -hmm. And I think we saw execution. I get it that last night they were playing against twos, but last week it was the Buffalo's first strength. Right. And they were kicking their tail in the first quarter and a half. Yeah. Like, if you see execution consistently, that's perhaps a good sign that this team is probably going to start the season pretty fast. Yeah, because it becomes automatic. If you see Pickens on the outside one-on-one, -on -one, if you're Pickett, you're throwing a rock to him, right? Yeah. It, it, why, why make it more difficult? Why go through progression and, okay, are they bling, bringing this blitzer or are they rotating? You got one-on-one -on -one over there. I'm going to make this game easy. Uh, and, and to me, that's execution, uh, it, whether it's Johnson on the other side or, or Pickens. Now, when teams start to try to take things away, okay, now what can you adjust to? And uh, I, I think Pickett can handle all that. But if you establish execution, if you set the tone, uh, it doesn't matter mm -hmm. who you're playing. Um, uh, at some point, you're going to play the twos anyway, right, mm -hmm. uh, during the course of the year because people get injured. Uh, and then other times you're going to play uh, the ones, and okay, are you playing up to your standard? I, I think what's key, and to Tomlin's quote, He's getting his re his team ready for a standard, yeah. so it doesn't matter who's across the field, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and to me, when you're on offense and the Steelers go five of five, I believe, in scoring drives as an offense, the starters, uh, you're happy about that execution. Yeah. And now you just have to improve on it and make sure you you know dotting I's and crossing T's along the way. And one of Tomlin's favorite quotes to say is, "The standard is the standard." Right. Like you know, and it, which means it doesn't matter who we're playing. Mm -hmm. Like you guys got to meet this standard, and that standard has been established with what they've done in training camp and what they've done in this preseason. Heck, it goes all the way back to what they did at the end of last regular season, where they look like one of the best teams in the AFC despite not making the playoffs. Yeah. To uh, me, the betting, the bet is with Tomlin, mm -hmm. the fact that he's got these group of young players, these pups that he got, he has his hands on, right? They're buying in. Yeah, and they're buying in. So if you believe as a better that Tomlin has made you money, then he knows what the hell he's doing with this young, talented team. And so uh, I, think, I think simplifying betting that way really, really helps you, especially when it comes to the National Football League. Again, mm -hmm. again I'll say this ad nauseum. There's more constants in the National Football League than surprises or outliers. Uh, and, and guys and, and organizations that know how to do it, they keep doing it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's, but the market, and, and it's a matchup, and I get all that. Uh, but no, uh, from a competitive standpoint, ATS standpoint, depending on where the market is, uh, I, I think the Steelers are certainly on my portfolio or will be in my portfolio and looking at them that way. Well, I added some Steelers to my portfolio over the last couple of days because I have actually now added to my awards ledger. Okay. And I have bet Mike Tomlin to win Coach of the Year Ooh. at 20 to 1. Ooh, okay. And I, I did it because I wanted to have some sort of Steelers kind of exposure in the regular season because mm -hmm. oh, the awards are regular season awards. Postseason's not factored in. Because I still have question marks about them in the playoffs. Like Kenny Pickett's never started a playoff game. It's tough for those guys to actually go and win big in the postseason when it's the first go around. But I think this team, Pritch, and maybe this sounds crazy to a lot of people because they play in the toughest division in all of football. I think they can win this division. And I think that they can actually start pretty fast based on the schedule. Now, yeah. they play the 49ers, they play the Browns, and the Ravens in the first five weeks of the regular season. But all three of those games are at home. Right. If they can go 2-1 and one in that stretch, if you look at the rest of the games on that schedule, just the first half of the schedule, they're pretty manageable yeah. to where I think that they can be favored in those games and perhaps win those games. Because I think when you're betting on these awards, you're looking for kind of 
prices that are going to drop because of fast starts. Right. It's one of the reasons why Shane's or not Shane Sykin, but Nick Sirianni last year went coach of the year because, hey, the Eagles get off to a really good start, and they did. Mm-hmm. If Pittsburgh gets off to a really good start, once again, they have the Niners, Browns, Ravens in the first five weeks of the season, but all three of those games are at home. At the Raiders could be tricky in primetime. At the Texans, you would figure they'd be favored in that one. But after the bye, at the Rams, I mean, there's going to be about 70% Steeler fans at that game <laughs> right? in, in Los Angeles. Yeah. Home against Jacksonville. Jacksonville, I mean, they're a division favorite, so that'll be a tough game. Home against Tennessee, home against Green Bay. They'll be favored in both of those games, barring injury. Yeah. Like, to me, this team can get off to a pretty fast start if they can surprise the Niners week one and then split either the Browns or the Ravens game, both of which are at home. No, I like it. I mean, certainly if you're looking at, uh, from a, a betting standpoint, Mike Tomlin is coach of the year. That's outstanding. Uh, they lock that in now because the Steelers, they are such a public team. Yep. Uh, and so that's what I was saying earlier. What is the market? What is the public? What is what's going to happen with the market, the betting market, once people realize, okay, the Steelers really have a chance to maybe win a division, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so each and every week, these matchups, those lines might get tough, but uh, they lock in 20 to 1. You said 20 to 1. 20 Mike to Tomlin, one. coach of the year. That's it's still out there. Yeah, it's still out there. I yeah. haven't wrecked the market or anything. If anybody wants to go ahead and bet <laughs> it, it's still out there if you want to go ahead and be a part of this thing and tail. But I just think that the more I've thought about this team yeah. throughout this offseason, the more I like what I'm seeing and the more I believe that this team can actually be one of the surprise teams in the AFC. Long shots to win the division, but I think they have just as good a chance as anybody in that AFC North. Dieter Kurtenbach, Bay Area News Group, joins us next, talking Lance and the Niners here on Lombardi Line. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Legendary sports better Billy Walters recently sat down with Brent Musburger to discuss his new book, Gambler Secrets from a Life at Risk. Now, for a limited time, get a free copy of Billy Walters' new book when you become a VEASAN Pro annual subscriber. Just sign up on a new VEASAN Pro annual subscription today and use promo code BILLY. Get an entire year of VEASAN Pro access to our daily best bets, season prep betting guides, 24-7 video, and pro tools like our exclusive betting splits. Remember to use promo code BILLY when you sign up for a VEASAN Pro annual subscription to get your free copy of the book. Copies are limited, so sign up at VEASAN.com slash subscribe today. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line. He's Mike Pritchard. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. And joining us now, our first guest on the program, he's a 49ers beat reporter for the Bay Area News Group. He is Dieter Kurtenbach joining us here on the Lombardi Line. Dieter, we appreciate you taking the time this morning. And to start off, obviously, we're going to start with this Trey Lance QB3 situation. But can this sort of be chalked up to bad luck with the injuries Lance has suffered throughout his NFL career? Or do you think from the beginning that the Niners' process was bad in drafting a developmental quarterback? Why don't we just say both? Because it was clear that the Niners didn't have a plan from day one. Uh, They traded up to number three overall, not knowing who they were going to take. You're going to trade away three first-round draft picks? I don't know. Maybe don't get the third quarterback in the draft. They passed on Justin Fields. They pass on Kyle Shanahan's preferred guy, Mac Jones. They go with Lance, who had no football under his belt, just coming off a one-game season at the FCS level. The one season he played at the FCS level, he was a better runner than thrower. They were really projecting out, feeling themselves after a, after a pretty good turnaround for the 49ers. They were feeling themselves that they could turn anybody into a good quarterback. And after that, Yes, there's bad luck, no question about it, for Lance with the leg breaking last year and bad injuries his first year. 
but they just never had a cohesive plan for him. First year, he's a rookie. He comes into training camp. I thought he was better than Jimmy Garoppolo at training camp, but they immediately say, actually, it wasn't a competition. All of the stuff we said before was a lie. He's going to be the backup. Okay, he's the backup, and he's supposed to get some snaps. And then those snaps disappear. Why? Because Jimmy Garoppolo was saying that he didn't like having to leave the game. And so they defer to Jimmy Garoppolo instead of their number three overall pick, who they traded three first-round picks for. The next year, they keep Garoppolo on the roster because they can't trade him. And they make Lance the starter. No competition again. And then Lance gets injured. Brock Purdy comes through. They get saved. And then this year, instead of just making Lance the number two, they signed Sam Darnold. Now, that should have told us everything right then. Mm. And here we are today. It was just a very weird way of handling this guy where they would alternate between the utmost faith in his ability to become a great NFL quarterback and the agreement, which we've reached now today, that he's kind of a scrub. And I'm sure the truth is somewhere in the middle, but if the 49ers can't figure it out, why would anyone trade for this guy? I mean, why would anyone think, oh, we can do it? Kyle Shanahan can't make his mind up on this guy. And it's really, it's really made his life difficult since he got to San Francisco. You know, Dieter, you, you brought up some very, very interesting points here. And uh, I think from a betting perspective, very valuable information because I want to expand on that a little bit. Uh, I know John Lynch and, and I know Kyle. And, and, and you know, the thing yeah. about what you said, having a plan or not, or, or certainly being able to evolve or, or change, uh, you still end up in a conference championship game, right? Uh, with mystery oh. irrelevant. So it's like yeah. uh, their ability from, and this is pure betting, right? For their ability right. to understand their roster, what they have, and still be able to play, get their roster to play at a high level is off the charts. Uh, because you go back to the rumors about why they got all those picks anyway. Maybe they wanted to get Aaron Rodgers, right? And, and okay, wait, right. we got to settle for Trey Lance. And Tom so, Brady before that. Tom well, Brady, that, exactly. Right? It's like this, John Lynch mm -hmm. and Kyle, they know how to adapt. And my question to you is, yeah. Are, are they up against it, or, or they, do they still have more chess pieces to play with right now? No, they, this, these are their pieces right here. The yeah. Brock Purdy is now the franchise quarterback of this team, and that might work out really, really well. Brock Purdy was awesome last year. He might have also been a flash in the pan. I, I don't see any evidence to that right now, but we don't really know, especially yeah. coming off of a UCL injury. They're all in on Brock Purdy, and Sam Darnold's the backup, so... <laughs> If you're all in with Sam Darnold, I guess that's a, that's a life choice that you made. Um, like that's, I guess that could work out. Um, I would like to note, like, yes, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have done. They've been inarguably the most consistent best team in the NFC over the last five, six years. Like they, they are always in it. In the years that they're not in it, they, they draft pretty well, I guess. But, I mean, some of the key players on this team, they got lucky with. We, we just got to be frank. Fred Warner, third round pick, right? George Kittle, fifth round pick. They trade for Christian McCaffrey, good pick or good move. They, they traded away their draft picks. They realized they couldn't do anything with them. They get lucky with Brock Purdy in the seventh round. If they knew Brock Purdy was what he was, he wouldn't have gone last in the draft. And if they thought that Trey Lance was going to be a scrub, they wouldn't have traded three first round. No one knows. No one knows the answers. And I, I think least of all the San Francisco 49ers, they just do a really good job with, Developing some guys, no question about that. Finding dudes who fit their system, no question about that. And when they get the hot hand, they ride it. And they'll ride it until it breaks down. Uh, Debo Samuel might be a classic example of that. That's why Christian McCaffrey is here. Uh, defensive line, rode Eric Armstead until he broke down. 
Like it, it is, it is going to be interesting moving forward because now they have a lot of good players. They got to pay them all. And this is still, I know the salary cap is mostly fake, but there's some truth to it somewhere. And it's probably going to come back and bite him in the butt. And it helps to have Brock Purdy on the cheapest contract in the NFL, but still hard to uh, keep everybody in line. We're speaking with Dieter Kurtenbach, Bay Area News Group 49ers beat reporter, covers them as a columnist at the Bay Area News Group as well. Well, Dieter, let's switch over to tonight. The Niners are taking on the Chargers right now. San Francisco seven and a half point favorites, total 38. Yeah. Trey Lance is expected to play in this game. <laughs> How long do you think we see Lance play? And like, do we, are we going to see Purdy and Darnold as well? Or is this going to be maybe a Trey Lance showcase to try to make him look as good as possible to then perhaps maybe trade him before cut down day later on this weekend? It's too late to trade him. I mean, they, they, they ha- everyone has known in the NFL since they signed Sam Darnold that Trey Lance is available. And no one has made even close to a serious offer. And if the 49ers want to delude themselves again, into thinking that someone's going to trade for the quarterback that they don't want. They, I don't know how many examples they need to look at to realize it ain't going to happen. Last year, they did this exact same thing, different circumstances. Sure. But the exact same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo, they just expected someone to come in and trade for him. And guess what? No one did. And Jimmy Garoppolo is a much better quarterback than Trey Lance. At least he's got the track record. No one did it. And Trey Lance is as young as he is. He, he's not exactly you know, easy to take on cost-wise. He was the third overall pick. That money's guaranteed. So the 49ers can't cut him because they wouldn't have any benefit the next two years. They'd have to pay him anyway. So you might as well keep him around as a third quarterback and see what's up. I wouldn't be shocked if he didn't play at all tonight. It, it's just they, they just have to cut their losses at a certain point. I think there would be some weird energy in the stadium if Trey Lance comes in in the second half to play with some scrubs. I, I say just keep him on the bench. Let Brandon Allen, the fourth-string quarterback, get in those second-half snaps. Give Brandon Allen a chance to go somewhere for a sixth-round pick or something. Keep Trey Lance. And don't forget, because of Brock Purdy's elbow injury last year, you basically can carry three quarterbacks on the roster with no penalty now. Mm. And I think that's what the Niners will do. And I wouldn't be shocked if Lance moved up to number two on the depth chart some weeks. You know, just because, why not? Uh, <laughs> they, can have two backup, they can have two backup quarterbacks, and they can get away with it. Uh, just one of them happens to be a scrub that they picked up off the street for, you know, <laughs> number three overall pick once in the day. But it's Sam Darnold, anyone could have had him. He wanted to go to San Francisco. And the other one's a guy that no one else wants to trade for. And uh, that's, <laughs> that's just the way it goes. And the guy who's beaten them all, last pick in the draft, smallest of them all. Pretty incredible sport we got here. <laughs> Dieter, we got about 90 seconds left. Let's talk about a guy who's not a scrub. That's Nick Bosa, the reigning defensive player of the year. He still hasn't shown yeah. up to camp. He still wants his contract. He's not being fined. At what point do we start to get concerned about Nick Bosa's availability for week one against Pittsburgh and then beyond? Uh, the Wednesday before week one, if he's not in camp, we got a real big problem. And I, don't, I, I can't guarantee that he's going to be there. But if he's not in Wednesday before camp, that's when T.J. Watt showed up a couple of years ago, all that. If he's not there for the actual week of practice before the Pittsburgh Steelers, they got a big problem. And I think that the 49ers are operating in this fairytale land where they can just get away with it. And I, I, don't, I don't think that's going to be the case. I, I think that this holdout might go into the regular season a couple of weeks because Nick Bosa, just like his brother Joey, they got a hardcore agent, man. And the 49ers aren't playing hardcore right now. Yeah.
Yeah, that, they need uh, some dogs like you have, Dieter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, what's your dog's name before we let you go? <laughs> we got we got the big we got the big fella moose, but those were a couple of yip yap hair okay. dogs. <laughs> <laughs> he is Dieter Kurtenbach. Check out his stuff over at the Bay Area News Group. Does a great job covering the Niners. Dieter, we appreciate you joining us, man. Be well. Anytime. <laughs> I like that line there, Fred. <laughs> and he's a dog. Yeah. Dieter has that. He definitely has dogs. There's something he said that we need to talk about mm. when it comes to the 49ers a little bit. I think it's setting in. All right. Well, that's a tease right there from my <laughs> man, Mike Pritchard, professional broadcaster here at VCD Sports Betting Network. We'll get into that, and we'll also get into some other props in the NFL betting space. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the lombardi line with former nfl executive michael lombardi now here is your host you can place a no-run first-inning wager with confidence at BetMGM. Make a no-run first-inning prop bet on any Friday MLB game, and if only one run is scored in the first, you'll get your stake back in bonus bets up to $20. Take big swings all season long with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Log into your account and sign up with BetMGM today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 plus to wager new and existing customer offer opt-in required. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Offer not available in D.C., Kansas, Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line. We are presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe hanging out with Mike Pritchard here this Friday morning. Thank you to Dieter Kurtenbach of the Bay Area News Group. He covers the 49ers out there. Joined us in the last segment. If you missed it, we encourage everyone to check it out in podcast form over at the Lombardi Line Podcast. Get it wherever you get your podcasts. And also, the GM Shuffle Podcast. Make sure you get that. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. You see it there on the bar there on the left-hand side, right-hand side, excuse me. 
uh, for our viewers out there. But Pritch, before we went to break at the last mm. segment, you wanted to bring up something that Dieter said about the 49ers and this whole situation that they have going on. What was it that you kind of that stood out to you from what Dieter said? Last yeah, time? the ability, Femi, uh, to adapt and and you know evolve, and, and certainly Kyle, uh, he's a mastermind in terms of on the field, calling plays, understanding his personnel, uh, and, and then uh, you know whatever the situation may be from a GM standpoint, you know John Lynch, they they've been able to make some moves and they, they acquire Christian McCaffrey and stuff like that, and they get themselves into a conference championship game. Um, go all the way back, though. Go all the way back to Colin Kaepernick days, getting to a Super Bowl. Uh, and then, you know, you stumble upon Jimmy G uh, because Bill Belichick, you know, that guy was supposed to be his starting quarterback yeah. after Tom Brady. But uh, Kraft had other ideas. So they <laughs> traded him. For get cheap. this guy out of here. They traded him cheaply. Jimmy G had, a, I think, a first-round price or two first-round picks on mm -hmm. him. Belichick wanted that. But, no, he gives them away uh, to San Francisco. And now – you got Jimmy G, but yet your preference is this young guy, right? And so with a new defensive coordinator, Nick Bosa checks all the boxes. Drafted number two overall. Yep. Perennial pro bowler. Defensive player of the year. Paid a man. You got $11 million in, in salary cap. You got room. You can do a deal. Paid a man. What are you doing? He's the best player on defense right now. If you got uh, aspirations. Best player on the team. On the team. <laughs> paid a man. So... To me, complacency is starting to set in. Mm. And I asked Dieter that question, can they adapt more or are they up against it? Uh, and it sounded like, you know, they're reaching for Sam Darnold and they think they can make him a backup quarterback and resurrect his career or get his career started if, if Purdy doesn't pan out. It's like they're complacent. And they're not, they're not doing what they need to do to evolve and stay competitive or stay in front of the group. It feels like complacency is setting in a little bit in that building right now. And to be fair to them, I mean, they went out and signed Javon Hargrave during free agency. So I guess they're like, hey, like, we still want really good players and we're still going to be aggressive. But it, it sort of feels like they're just, I don't know, like, like up against it, I think, is a really good way to phrase it. Because this season, it's not quite hot seat for Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, which even sounds crazy to say because they just went to the NFC title game last mm -hmm. year and have had a lot of success over the last four seasons. But if this Brock Purdy thing ends up being a flash in the pan, if it ends up being Lynn Sanity-esque, the football <laughs> version, right? and you have to turn to Sam Darnold, and Darnold continues his turnover ways, man, there's going to be a lot of heat coming at both Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. Like This thing, from a season-long perspective, can get off the rails really quickly if Brock Purdy doesn't live up to what he did last year and also if Darnold plays like the Sam Darnold that we've known over the last four to five years. Right, right. I mean, they go out and get Hargrave, like you mentioned, and then, okay, what are you doing with Bosa? I mean, those two guys on the field together in a new defense or a new coordinator, maybe not a new defense, but a new coordinator situation, my goodness, right? But, so why are you delaying the inevitable? You're going to pay Nick Bosa. You're going to. Mm -hmm. You have no other choice. He's one of the best players the best players are expensive. Yeah. Get that in your mind, John Lynch. I mean, you got salary cap too, and it's like, what are you waiting for? Uh, and that's why it's, it feels complacent. Remember, from a Kyle Shanahan standpoint, and I love the guy. Uh, you know, I played with his dad or played for his dad. And, um, you know, they went 13-4 and four last year uh, in the regular season. Um, prior to that, you know, he's borderline 50% mm -hmm. uh, record-wise. Uh, now, 
is spectacular. When Jimmy G was healthy, they got to a Super Bowl situation. Yeah. Uh, when a quarterback's not healthy, okay, you're 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 moving, you know, uh, dodging a, a little bit. But then, then it you had losing seasons prior, right? And so it, it just feels complacency is starting to be there a little bit, uh, and and that's worrisome. Now, if they if they get Nick Bosa in there and they move and they evolve and they got enough time to get him ready, forget about complacency, right? Mm-hmm. It's just different. But until that happens, look at the preseason. They haven't looked spectacular executing yep. offensively. Uh, the little slip screens and all that stuff, I mean, that's basic stuff, right? Uh, and, okay, playmakers can make some plays. But defensively, I'm curious to see what that's going to look like if Nick Bosa, like Dieter was talking about, if Nick Bosa is not in camp soon. Yeah, and if they take a step back defensively, because last year they were the number one ranked defense in all of football. Let's say they fall back to number 10. Mm. What does that look like then for their team? Like now you're more reliant on Brock Purdy and the offense, and you're more reliant on those guys to kind of pick up the slack. Can they do it? Once again, like Purdy was excellent last year, and what he did as a rookie coming in in December and leading them to the NFC title game, like that's really impressive. But what if he regresses and falls back? What if he goes back to the guy who everybody thought should be Mr. Irrelevant? Mm-hmm. And, and your defense takes a step back to 10th overall. And, like, we had this discussion earlier this offseason, and I was pretty flummoxed as to why like, a lot of the market was betting the Niners win total under because it opened 11 and a half, right. and now it's sitting at 10 and a half. I was like, why? Like, this roster is really good. But now I'm kind of starting to see why people were doing it. said, hey, like, this, it ain't all good in San Francisco. Like, like there's a path to this team finishing 10 and 7 right. or 9 and 8 and maybe Seattle vaulting ahead of them in the NFC West. Yeah, so what happens? I mean, teams evolve, teams catch catch up to you. Uh, but then the impact last year over the 49ers, and, and I said this on the network all year, uh, over half the league inquired about how to run the football like San Francisco runs it, mm-hmm. how to extend the lanes, how to extend your offense, how to create more running opportunities. Now everybody else is running the same kind of run game that the 49ers are doing. Yeah. So how do you evolve again? Can the 49ers evolve again? And that's what I meant about are they up against it? Do they have any other moves? Do they have, can they evolve even more? Like Kansas City, they evolved. They got rid of Tyreek Hill because we need Patrick to be a pocket passer. We don't need him to scramble uh, and, and hit the home run ball. We need to, we need to reel that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And look what it turned into, MVP and a Super Bowl. <laughs> they were more efficient. Yeah. So where's the efficiency going to come from for the 49ers offensively if Brock Purdy was a flash in the pan? And then defensively with a new coordinator, your best player is not there. It just feels complacent uh, at this moment in time right now. And to your point, Albert Breer over at the MMQB does a good job covering the NFL from a national perspective. He had a tweet thread sort of about what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And the reasoning behind the Niners drafting Trey Lance was to help the offense evolve. Because Kyle Shanahan and that coaching staff realized everyone's running what we run. So how can we kind of go to the next level with this? Let's bring in a mobile quarterback, add that element to it. It didn't work out. Either Lance is just terrible, you can blame the luck with the injuries or whatever the circumstances might be. Like it didn't work out. And now we're kind of back to square one. Like you said, yeah. of like, okay, now you're back to the offense that you've been running that now everybody also runs. Like, can you zig anymore while everyone is zagging? Because right. you've been zagging. Now everyone says, Oh, we need to zag like the Niners do. Well, can you zig and go elsewhere? And like how, can you add that extra layer? Which I think is gonna be one of the more fascinating things of this regular season is yeah. that like what do the Niners throw? Do they have another pitch in the bag, or can they just throw two pitches here, and now we're going to see everybody kind of catch up to it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, if you have better players, obviously you just use your better players. I mean, yeah. You, your players are dominating their players, and so you're fine. It doesn't matter what you run. 
Uh, but I don't know. I mean, are do the forty without Nick Bosa? They don't have all the better players. But uh, and that's what's so mind-boggling here with this. You got the salary cap. Just get the deal done. Don't mess around with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Do you think Bosa week one? Do we see him on the field? Yeah, I, I mean the competitiveness of, of John and, and and certainly Kyle. They, 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 but why delay it though? Right? It, it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. Yeah. But, but why delay? Deals type yeah, of exactly. And and you know you're. And, <laughs> You're getting to a point where, you know, when you look at your offense in the preseason, you're not enamored by that. You're not no. stoked about it. Uh, you're happy that Brock is healthy. That's it. Now you got to get Sam Donald ready to go. You absolutely have to get Sam Donald ready to go. And is that guy going to be able to step in like Jimmy G did, of course, during the course of the year and, and still help your team uh, survive and then get onto a playoff situation? Mm. It sounds like we're like really, really down on the 49ers. I'm sure if somebody just dropped in and listened to this conversation, like I still think this is a really good team. I think yeah. they're going to make the playoffs. Complacency. But <laughs> maybe they're not as good as we once thought earlier this offseason. There's, there's a lot that we kind of nibbled at here with this Niners brass as we head into the regular season less than two weeks away. Hour number two is coming up. We got Oh Hell Yeah, Oh Hell Nah next here on the Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.